0: How are you, lovely, traumatized humans? Hi, how are you? Hi, hello. I am sitting on my bed with my cat. Hi, Chub Chub. He's so sweet. He's the best. He's looking directly into my soul and it hurts. It hurts so good. So, today we're going to talk about my uh, recent trip across the Grand Canyon, across and through, down and up, whatever. Um, It's a big ditch. That's what it is. But I did Rim to Rim to Rim last weekend and it was so fun and it was such a great experience and everyone should do it if you can. Okay, so. Uh, actually, I was there two years ago, almost exactly. A group of my friends traveled to the Grand Canyon to run from the South Rim to the North Rim and back again. And despite the beauty of the canyon, that was my first trip to the Grand Canyon, but I had a really bad day. I didn't come prepared with the proper nutrition for 50 miles. And unbeknownst to me, I was uh, kind of struggling with some low iron levels at the time. I was pretty anemic. So I made the trip in about 13 and a half hours with a solid hour stop on the North Rim. So really about 14 and a half hours. I was out there a long time um but and I finished in the dark but uh this time I went back with the same route like in mind I had two uh, additional years of mountain running experience under my belt and better knowledge about fueling last time I literally brought like four cliff bars and some shoes some like what are those called cliff blocks so that's all I had last time this time I was much better prepared i had like a pop tart for the for when i got to the north rim i had all sorts of spring energy i had protein bars i had um these like energy balls from Trader Joe's. I had dried fruit with me. I had liquid IV to mix into my water. I had all sorts of stuff and I didn't have low iron. So I, and I knew exactly what to expect, which is helpful. I knew the route, I knew where the water was and I knew uh, sort of just, you know, how the day would go because I'd done it before. There were five of us at the start, two of whom were going to Ribbon Falls and back, which is about a 30 mile day. We coordinated rides so that we had cars at the end near the Bright Angel Trailhead and a car at the start near the South Kaibab Trailhead. So those two trails both go up the South Rim, and I highly recommend doing both of them if you can. You could run down South Kaibab and back up South Kaibab or down Bright Angel and back up Bright Angel, but the route we did down South Kaibab and up Bright Angel is just a little more fun because you don't have to go back up the way you went down. The trailheads are only a few miles apart, so if you needed to run back to your car, you could. We started around 4.20 in the morning heading down the South Kaibab trail with jackets on and headlamps lit. It was very dark and also Pretty cold. It's very steep in sections. You descend pretty quickly with really big steps um, and sharp switchbacks. One of my friends took a tumble a few miles down and landed almost in a pile of mule poop, which is, I think, pretty funny. The trail uh, goes down for about seven miles, and by the time we reached the Colorado River, the sky was light enough for us to see. The river was really brown and murky, I think, silty from the recent monsoon season. At the bottom of the trail, we ran through Phantom Ranch, which is sort of a glampy campground where you can rent out a cabin or buy snacks at the snack bar. We filled up water and continued on the trail following a rushing stream that made talking to each other difficult. I couldn't hear anybody from Phantom Ranch to the last water stop before the climb up the North Rim was a little over seven miles. We ran under canyon walls and over bridges past the Ribbon Falls turnoff. The Ribbon Falls... Waterfall like, seems to not have much water in it right now. And through Cottonwood Campground, one nice thing about Rim to Rim is the abundance of water spigots. The, the route is literally built a, across like a, a water line. So if they're all on, there's water every six miles or less. So but be sure to check for updates because sometimes they do shut off the water. Um, There is also plenty of natural water that you can filter. If you have a filter, I would recommend bringing one just in case. By the time we started climbing the North Rim, I was feeling pretty good. My legs were a bit tired from all the the miles I've put on them in recent weeks, but I knew I could climb a few thousand feet without a problem. When we arrived at the top, we discovered that the water had recently been turned off in preparation for an upcoming storm. It was supposed to be really windy that night and also rain and possibly snow, So (laughs) also at the top of the North Rim, a a father was helping his adult children, giving them like food and water before they headed back down the South Rim. He was like telling me that he's been traveling in RVs from West Virginia. They've just been living with their dog in an RV for months. And I was like, right on, dude. Way to live your best retired life. He had a long leash, uh, but he wasn't really holding it because like the dog wasn't going anywhere. It was this huge golden retriever whose name was Theo. And he was so sweet. And I petted him. And then we went back down. (laughs) We put our jackets back on before heading down the north rim, but only a few minutes now we all just stop and take them off again. It was windy at the top of each rim. And the north rim tops out over 8,000 feet, but the bottom of the canyon is warm. It's protected from the wind, so it got, it, we heated up quick. It was also, you know, not so great to sweat through a jacket, so don't do that, because then it's just, like, not warm when you need it later. I stopped to put sunscreen on my face and the backs of my hands. I was wearing my favorite sun shirt. It's an sunshirt. sun shirt. It protects my arms and torso. It's UV, whatever the fuck. Um, but it also dries quickly, so your sweat doesn't just, like, sit on you. I'm trying to maintain my youthful glow. That's all. I put sunscreen on the backs of my hands so that I don't get sunspots on my hands and look like an old lady. On the way back, we strung out a bit as we headed back to Phantom Ranch. I thought about how wide the gap was between my previous experience and my current one, how I had to make some big mistakes to learn, and how each challenging run uh, makes me better prepared for the next. I also thought about the night before, when we all sat around a fire at a nearby camping spot. We could look up and see so many stars that I wanted to stay bent backwards so I wouldn't miss a thing. I thought about how peaceful and quiet it was, sleeping among the ponderosa pines. I wanted that peace always. And finally, I thought about how nobody is guaranteed anything, how none of us know when our time is up and that that's a pretty good reason to say yes to running through the Grand Canyon or yes to any other difficult, beautiful thing. Life is too short to stay stuck, I decided. And then I ran out of water. I passed a hiker and surprised him. Ought to give me more warning, hon. He said, I hate when men call me hon, but he did. And I apologize because I think I did scare him. And then he, he kind of laughed and was like, "Wow, it's fine. You know, he looked like he was maybe hiking the Arizona trail, which goes all the way through Arizona. Arizona. I think it's about 750 miles and a lot of backpackers through hikers definitely um, do that. So I think that's what he was doing. But We got back to Phantom Ranch for the second time. We stopped a bit longer and one of my friends bought some snacks from the snack bar, which is only open until I think four o'clock. So if you're doing this route and you want some snacks or some lemonade, be sure to get back to Phantom Ranch by four o'clock. And then um, all that was left after that was the climb up Bright Angel. The trail winds along for a few miles with a steady incline, but not much intense climbing. Four and a half miles from the top, there is a water stop where we saw a family of deer that were very skinny. It was kind of sad. I wanted to feed them some cake. After that water stop, the climbing got steeper, um, And then there was another water stop, three miles from the top, and another a mile and a half from the top. And I, you know, we just went slow steady, we made it to the top. It got dark. And I pulled out my headlight, which was dying um, because it was blinking. And, uh, you know, I then I had to pull up my phone to use that as a flashlight. We passed a lot of hikers and a couple park rangers that were heading down, I think, to help someone who was having trouble at the bottom. We passed another park ranger closer to the top who was there simply to make sure that people were okay. He said there was a big storming coming. He asked if we were okay. I said we're fine. We were not that far from the top. But I was using my phone, so he was maybe like, mm, what's her problem? We were fine. And we were almost done. By the time we, we got to the top of Bright Angel, the wind had picked up considerably. It was very windy and cold. And I started shivering almost as soon as we stopped moving. Um, and we kind of started walking toward my car, which was about a mile away. We didn't know that, but it was about a mile away. And as we walked, uh, we neared a bus stop. And someone shouted, this is the last bus of the night. And my friend was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. She goes, Duh, does this bus go to the backcountry lot? And it did. So we all got on the bus and we got dropped off instead of having to run an extra mile back to the car. I was really happy. I was really cold. I was really stinky. Um, but it was such a great day and the grand Canyon is just fucking majestic and running through it is like the best way to see and feel everything. People hike through it. Um, it takes longer to hike through it, but you can also reserve camp camp spots. You probably have to reserve them way far in advance because a lot of people do this, but you could probably reserve, um, camp spots you know, throughout the, the Canyon, um, and just do it as like a day or two hiking trip, that'd be a great way to do it as well. But, um, before you go, definitely check the weather and invest in a solid headlight. Like I didn't, I wish I would have had a better headlight with me, but luckily I only needed it for a couple hours in the morning. Uh, and then by the time we were done, I'd only needed a light for like a little bit. So anyway, love you all. Bye.